Hey, this is Jay. Welcome back to the podcast. This is the podcast where I am reading my story, Zombies Ate My Poodle, a chapter at a time, because I'm turning it into an audiobook. So in the last chapter, Zach and his friends got the riverboat casino away from the shore and the thousands of zombies there, but Amy was captured by his parents. Let's find out in this chapter if this is finally the thing to get Zach to join his zombie parents. Three, two, one. Chapter 29, Amy Captured. Zack stood outside the ballroom, making sure the others had a chance to get in position before he went inside. His zombie parents had said he should turn himself in at the ballroom in exchange for Amy. He didn't want to become a zombie, but at least this way Amy would be saved. And if the new plan worked, maybe they'd all make it safely away. Holden and Riker were keeping the two guard zombies away from the ballroom, and Scarlet and Kalia were ready to enter the ballroom from the opposite side as soon as Zack signaled them. Between the three of them, they should be able to bamboozle the king and queen of the zombies, get Amy away from them, and then dose them with the zombie cure. Zack was pretty sure it was a foolproof plan. The generator on the riverboat was still working, so Zack could see the ballroom lights shining through the doorway as he took a deep breath and then stepped boldly into the room. Standing in the center were his mom and dad, and between them, being held by her wrists, was Amy. Zack walked toward his zombie parents, hands in his pockets, and glanced at the doors on the far side of the ballroom. That's where his friends would come in as soon as he gave the word. He stopped several paces from his parents and just looked at them. If his mom wasn't a zombie, she'd be madly searching for a hat. She hated going out with messy hair, and not only was it messier than Zack had ever seen it, but he could also see the edge of her skull where she'd been turned into a zombie. But now, none of that seemed to matter to her as she looked at Zack and grimaced. He thought maybe she was trying to smile. Then his dad started talking. Good decision, son, and we we have a surprise for, for, for you. He raised Amy's arm that he was holding onto. We like her a lot, so we're going to give her to you after we've crunched your head. Now his mom started talking. Yes, and you can turn her into one of us, and she'll be be a part of the family. Or just eat her if you're hungry, added his dad with a lopsided smile. Your choice. Until that moment... Amy had been standing quietly between the two zombies as if she was in shock, but upon hearing that she started struggling and yelling, Run, Zack! Don't let them get you too! Zack's mother and father tightened their grip on the girl and both looked longingly at her head. That's enough, Zack yelled, and pulled juggling balls from his pockets. It's bamboozle time! That was the signal. Zack started juggling and waited for Scarlet and Kalia to rush in and start juggling with him. No rushing was happening. He kept juggling and yelled, louder this time, It's bamboozle time! Still nothing, except the sound of a door handle jiggling, some bangs and thuds, and then a faint voice calling, The doors are all nailed shut! No problem, said Zack to himself, knowing that, yes, it might very well be a problem. I'll bamboozle them myself until the girls can come around to the other side and get in. At that point, Zack noticed something strange. He'd been juggling for about ten seconds so far, but his parents hadn't fallen over. 
Instead, they just tilted their heads and looked at him curiously. Very nice, son, said his dad. But come over here now and rejoin the family. What the heck? Zack stopped juggling and looked at the balls in his hands, then back at his parents. This always works. Toot, toot, toot. Zack heard the riverboat's whistle sounding, but ignored it. Amy looked at Zack with tears in her eyes and said, Just run! Zack realized his mistake. His parents had been juggling for most of their lives. They'd even met each other at a juggling club meeting. No wonder the juggling didn't mess with their brains. They juggled so much over the years, they were immune. Toot, 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 toot. The whistle was sounding more insistent. Zack shoved his juggling balls in his pockets and took out one of his smoke bombs. Amy, I'll be back to get you. Toot, 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 toot. Over and over again, the whistle kept blowing. Amy asked, what's that noise? Is that plan C? No, this is plan C. I didn't think we'd need a plan D yet. Three things happened at almost the same time. The riverboat crashed into the shore on a sharp curve in the river, which caused both zombies and kids to be flung to the floor, which caused Zack to lose his grip on the smoke bomb, which rolled towards his parents and Amy. The last thing Zack could see before billowing clouds of smoke filled the room was his dad picking up Amy and start heading for the door. Rolling to his knees, Zack yanked his coiled bullwhip from his waist and sent the end flying out through the dense smoke to where he thought his father's legs would be. He felt the end of the whip wrap around something and gave a huge yank. There was a loud thud and then a scurry of feet, and Amy was yelling, Zack, I'm at the door. Come this way. Zack heard his dad getting to his feet and yelled back, I have a plan. Plan E. Close the door and block it with something. But Zack, I smell wood smoke. I think the riverboat is on. Zack heard both his mom and dad moving toward the ballroom door and cut her off. Amy, trust me, just do it now. The door slammed and Zack hunkered down in the smoke, staying quiet and trying desperately to think of a plan E. E was for escape, so maybe he could find his way to the end of the room under the balcony, use the bullwhip to catch something above, and climb out that way. With the plan settled, Zack started quietly moving away from the main doorway while listening to his mom calling, Zack, honey, please come help me. I just want to crunch... I'm a mean hug you. The smoke was starting to thin out. Zack could finally see the wall ahead of him, and it was at that moment his dad lunged out of the smoke and made a grab for him. If being zombified hadn't slowed his reflexes, he would have had his son, but he was only able to grab the edge of his shirt. Zack yanked and slipped away and started running for the end of the ballroom under the balcony. The smoke was still so thick that he couldn't see well enough to dodge all the debris in the room, So every time he kicked or tripped on something, the noise gave away his position and his mom and dad were right behind him. Zack reached the wall, unfurled his whip, and sent it twirling upward toward the balcony, which didn't have any bumps or ledges or anything else to wrap around, and the end of the whip fell back at his feet. He frantically coiled it up, ready to try again, when he felt a hand grab his shoulder. He whirled around and stood looking up at his parents. Time's up for you, said his dad, and his mom added, I hope we're not too hungry to stop after just one bite. I'd miss you. And she opened her mouth, bared her teeth, 
and leaned toward her son. Oh, and that is it for chapter 29. The whole idea of bamboozling Zack's parents was a disaster because they're immune to it. And now Zack is just about to get crunched and turned into a zombie boy. In case you have forgotten, you can get a copy of the complete Zombies Ate My Poodle book at Amazon or Apple Books. But don't worry, I will remind you uh, two more times, just in case you forget. See you for the next episode when we find out if Zack and his parents are one big happy zombie family.